The college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. The NFL and college football playoffs, aka the Invitational, well, they're heating up. And MyBookie is the place you want to bet to get in on all the action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. Promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by prop swap. Prop swap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to propswap.com to find better odds than your local book. Plus, when you use the promo code SGP, you get a hundred percent deposit bonus for up to a hundred dollars. That's propswap.com promo code SGP. College experience. My name is Colby. Swinging Dantabase Dant. <laughs> yes, 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 and I am solo. Happy holidays. Patty C's enjoying the holidays back east, I think. He's probably getting shit faced somewhere. But happy holidays, and uh, this is on the verge of a new year. Want to say happy new year. Best wishes to all of the listeners out there. Um, we appreciate you here at the sports gambling podcast network and the sports gambling podcast and the college experience. So uh, we hope you have a wonderful new year. Hope you had a great holidays, but now it's time to focus. You know what I mean? We got bowl season going on here. A bunch of these shitty bowl games that we're just betting on just because they're on. I'm watching Western Michigan and Western Kentucky at the moment. I got Western Kentucky minus three. They're down seven because this quarterback has thrown a pick six and pr- practically two pick sixes and they missed a 29 yard field goal. I need to start drinking booze. It's 11 in the morning. <laughs> uh, how are we? How are we solo solo pod here? So I just get to just get the fire off gibberish here. You know, it's like a manifesto. Just want to complain about things. I uh, look bowl season. I dive into college basketball and stuff. Bowl season's been uh, it's been all right. I don't know my current record at the moment, but I, I look. I will say, let me see. Let me go through these ones and see what I did here. Okay. I was. Let's just recap. I was wrong on Charlotte. I was right on Kent State. I thought Buffalo would win the game. I thought Charlotte would cover though. To be fair, I was right on San Diego state. Our gals doing it. I was right on Liberty. I was wrong on Florida Atlantic. And I don't understand college bowl games because that game should have, if they play that in the regular season, I really believe SMU would have fucked them up. Um, I was wrong on Florida international. I was right on the Washington Huskies. They set that up. They set Boise up purposely for that one. Um, I was right on UAB covering a 17 and a half point spread against app state app state still got the win. I was wrong on Marshall. I was wrong on BYU. Although they made a field goal that almost looked like it went in. I was right on Louisiana tech and my dog to, to win out. Right. I think it was like plus plus one ninety five, 200, something like that. And, uh, my lock of Eastern Michigan plus 11 hit. Now I don't remember what I went on the North Carolina temple game, but I didn't bet it personally. I think I might've took temple in the points. Um, now I will say Michigan state fucked with me. I took wake forest in the points, Michigan state covered. Um, you know, one of the best plays was the, uh, Iowa play. Oh, yeah. Washington state lost it for me, but I got Iowa 
Uh, originally, originally I was going USC, and then when Hayden Fry died, I went all on. I went out all out on Iowa. Man, I'm like ninety. I'm like ninety percent health. I still have a little little bits and pieces of fucking cold going on in my in my body here. Mm. I'm gonna sip some of that genius Deer Park water. Um, I was wrong. Oh, I was wrong on uh, Iowa State. I didn't know what. I didn't bet that though. I was right on Penn State, wrong on Iowa State. I didn't know what the fuck. No, Iowa State, Notre Dame. I was like, look, I'm not touching this game. But obviously, Notre Dame showed up and beat the piss out of Iowa State. Um, I was wrong on Oklahoma. And get this, I want to apologize because that was what that was my lock for that week. I knew we were fucked. First off, I think LSU is easily easily the best team in the country. But I knew we were fucked when that offensive coordinator's uh, daughter died, and uh, I think his they they were covering this and they're like, uh, he called his son and told him the news and said, you know, something to the effect of, uh, you know, she's gone. You're my son now. And or you, you're not my son now, but you're my only child now or something to that effect. And then, uh, now I got to run because we're going to go beat the piss out of Oklahoma. Once again, it was like the Hayden Fry thing. I saw that happen and got, you know, and, and my condolences and, and everything to, uh, to the OC of LSU that lost his daughter. That's horrible. But, uh, but I, I knew my ticket was fucked then. Now I'm not saying, I think LSU would have whooped their ass regardless, but especially, you know, if something like that happens, uh, and he stays to coach it, you know, I was a little shocked at that, but, uh, yeah, LSU destroyed Oklahoma. You got idiots on Twitter saying, this is why we don't need to expand the playoffs. That's fucking retarded. Absolutely retarded. If anything, it's exactly why we need to exp- ex- ex- uh, expand the playoffs. Cause Oklahoma probably would have lost to Oregon or Utah or app state or, or a bunch of these other fucking teams. Just silly, just silly. I love how they use that example. But when Clemson and Ohio state's a great game, they don't say, Hmm, this is why we should expand the playoffs. I missed. I didn't even get the chance. I watched like the first drive or two of the Clemson, uh, Ohio state game live. And then I had to go do a show. So I missed a lot of it, but I, I taped the game and I watched it when I came home. Look, I took Ohio state. I still think they got robbed, but, uh, but Clemson also played their ass off to come back. Trevor Lawrence is incredible. Um, but that was still a fumble and that was a return for a touchdown. You can't convince me. You cannot convince me because they ruled it on the field. Had they ruled it incomplete on the field, then maybe I'd agree, but because they ruled it a fumble, I don't understand how you overturn that call. I also don't agree with the targeting. I don't agree. I don't agree with the targeting in the Oklahoma game, which people think I'm a fucking maniac for. I well, I'm anti the rule targeting. Like for me, like you got to do some shit after the play, like Oklahoma's co- or uh, LSU's quarterback started to run with the ball. So uh, the running back got blasted his route. He became a blocker and that's football. That's fucking football, but no, just get rid of this targeting bullshit. All right. That's what I say. You know what you get into when you sign up in boxing. Are they wearing fucking headgear now? No, they're not. So just embrace it. You cowards, right? Muddy got my dog. Muddy waters in the house. Mm. Guys, I, I, but I, I'll be honest, man, that, that, I'm actually kind of glad that Oklahoma game. Well, I'm not glad because I lost money, but there was too much going on. Louisville and Kentucky were playing at the same time. So, uh, bad scheduling by college basketball, but I would much rather watch that than I would. And it worked out because LSU was up like 35 to seven. So I'm like, Oh, great. I get to flip over. I get to put it on the, I get to watch the whole Louisville, Kentucky basketball game. And it worked out. Although once again, that game went to overtime. <laughs> I didn't have the greatest weekend uh, betting wise because I had Louisville plus two and a half and it was looking great the entire game until overtime. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, I'm, yes. Uh, moving forward, I will tell you my pick will be LSU minus five in the uh in the whatever the invitational championship. Um, I do have some, some, some Twitter questions to get to college basketball has been, dude, I'm telling you this year's college basketball 
more so than any that I can really remember. It's going to be wild. It is going to be wild. Mark my words, because what you saw yesterday, yesterday, Ohio state goes down to West Virginia, neutral site. Ohio state was number two in the nation. Just to let you know, big win for the big 12. And dare I ask, um, it's like, it's like with the football thing with Oklahoma, someone tweeted me saying like, you still think the big 12 is the best conference? I do in, in football this past year, two years ago, I thought it was the sec last year or this past year. I think the big 12 was the best overall conference because there was no horrible team to me. Like I don't think, uh, yes, I know that the big 12 maybe didn't have as an elite team as, as Clemson, Ohio state or LSU, but they had a bunch of really good teams. Like, I don't think like TCU missed a bowl game at five and seven West Virginia missed a bowl game at five and seven. Um, those teams should be bowl game bowl teams. They're better. Those teams are better than Mississippi state. Those teams are better than uh, Boston college that are bowling because of their dumbass eight games uh, conference schedule as opposed to nine. So, but yes, I believe that conference had the deepest and I believe it's the hardest. That would be the hardest gauntlet to run out of all of them. Yes. I know the sec West, but like a team like Alabama that draws Tennessee from the East. That's not, that hard of a game. You know what I mean? I know Tennessee went seven and five, but once again, the benefit of playing in the sec East, the benefit of, uh, of, of, of four at a conference games. So take it for what it is. Um, but m- back to my original point, what the hell is my original point? Oh, the big 12 basketball. I mean, I know the season's early and I don't want to say this yet, Starting, starting to develop as the best basketball conference this year. I mean, ACC is kind of down. I mean, I think Duke's a tiny bit down. North Carolina's way down. Um, Syracuse way down. But I mean, normally Beheim can get his team going better, you know, as the season continues. But I would argue that even maybe Florida State's a little bit down. I would argue that uh, well, Louisville's Louisville's actually probably up a little bit, but um. I don't think it's as good as it traditionally is. So uh, there's that. And then you bounce around. You'd say SEC, Auburn, Auburn's undefeated. Auburn, one of two teams left undefeated. Auburn and San Diego State. They got big tests coming up, though, this week. Uh, conference play starting in college basketball. Just a great fucking time to cover college basketball. Um, but the SEC, yeah, SEC's decent, I guess. You got. Uh, if Auburn can continue its ways, which, which would be, uh, be interesting to see, but Auburn, uh, Kentucky, Florida, well, Florida is a little bit down. LSU is not as good as I thought they'd be. Ole Miss is decent. Uh, Arkansas is up. I locked up Arkansas yesterday against Indiana. They came through for me one outright. I got like six points, but they won outright. Um, Muslim doing a great job in, uh, in uh, Fayetteville. Um, who else? Who else is in the? No, Vandy's not. Georgia. Tom Crean of Georgia is kind of a mystery to me still a little bit this year. Um, Frank Martin, South Carolina. I was all over South Carolina, beating Virginia about a week ago. Still a strange team. Classic. They're kind of like Kansas State, where I know Frank Martin was at previously, but they can lose to anyone, but they can also, if they, if they can, they're a tough defensive team. So if you come in thinking you're going to get this win, they can shut you down. And that's how they made the final four a few years back. SEC is a decent basketball conference. Um, big 10, big 10 might be the, I think you'd probably argue that this one would be right there with the big 12. You got, you got, uh, obviously Michigan looking, you know, upper echelon, you got, uh, Maryland, playing really good ball this year, Purdue, um, even teams like Penn state coming out of the, uh, the woodworks, uh, looks like they're probably going to be a tournament team. I thought that last year before they hit some injuries and lost some, some tough games, Illinois seems to be getting better and heading in the right direction. Um, Iowa, not bad. Minnesota, not bad. Oh, how am I forgetting Ohio state top 10 team, even though they just lost yesterday. Um, so when you really analyze this conference, Michigan state, obviously have forgot about um, when you analyze this conference, this is, this one is probably the one that would be the top tier with the big 12, I think. But what makes the big 12 so good is like, you think, huh? 
I mean, I guess you could say top, the top four of the big 10 is what Michigan, Michigan state, Ohio state. That's pretty fucking good. Maryland as a fourth. Yeah, that's really good. Purdue maybe as a fifth, that's five really good teams. Whereas I guess the big 12, you'd go Kansas, Texas tech, um, Baylor, West Virginia. Yeah. I think I'd probably favor the big 10 there, but I wonder like the big 10 does have actually, you know, Rutgers is playing a lot better, but the big 10 does have Northwestern and Nebraska who've been pretty shitty. I think Northwestern has been the hardest team to handicap out of the big conferences this year. And they lose to Merrimack, but beat Providence. Figure that out. Figure that out for me. Um, but then uh, the big 12, like as it, as you go down the ranks, like they don't, they're much, much like football. They don't have that really shitty team. You know, you look at oh, Iowa state still a decent team that could make the tournament. Oklahoma state's a much improved Oklahoma still decent with Lon Kruger. Um, and then, like I said, you got West Virginia playing at a high level right now, even Kansas state, Kansas state's been a little bit of a letdown, but I, I think that once again, they're a team that gets better as the season goes along. Texas shock smart. They're nine and two right now, nine and two. So they probably deserve to be in that, that top five talk. Um, it's a, it's a, it's just a really good basketball conference this year. So far it's shaping up I, better than I thought it was going to be put it like that better than I thought it was going to be. Um, but where am I at here? But yeah, so this year I think it's going to be wild though. You've seen it all year. You saw Ohio state go down yesterday. You, uh, two days ago, what two days ago you had Louisville lose to Kentucky. You've seen it with countless top 10 teams. They just keep getting upset and it's just going to be, I think right now, Gonzaga's number one that might be able to pan out for a little bit, but that. Well, the, well, that'll be interesting to see as it goes along, because I will say that the, like BYU and St. Mary's, I think are kind of even better than they were last year. So Gonzaga could lose there. Don't sleep on uh Santa Clara playing some good ball out there. Um, let's go. Let's go. I got some Twitter questions that I want to hit before I sign off on this, on this darn thing. Where are we at here? Let's go. Uh, hmm. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Uh, is uh, at Grook three one five smart to just fade Pac twelve teams in bowl games? I mean, the stats would back that up, but I don't believe in the stats. I think all like to me, if you're quoting bowl game stats, it's so situational. It's so situational. I don't believe in these stats. Like, yes, you can tell me that they were like one in 10 or whatever the number has been. Also, I think if you look into it, a lot of those teams didn't have coaches or star players in those games. That's what I mean by being situational. Like we can look and say, well, Arizona didn't have Rich Rodriguez. Oregon didn't have Willie Taggart, even though that could have been, could have been a good thing. Um, you know, UCLA, no Jim Moore in that bowl game, you know, no, or no Josh Rosen. He set out that game and you can go throughout the ranks and, and, and the PAC 12 has had a lot of that. Um, now sure. USC also just not being USC. We saw this. Iowa had a, uh, I do think USC probably would have beat Iowa had hidden, hidden, uh, fry not, not died, but the way that Iowa won, it's hard to, hard to say that, but, but, USC is also way, way the fuck down. They're recruiting at a really bad level right now. So yeah, but I, I, I like Oregon against Wisconsin. I'm still taking that. Uh, I'm taking Texas against Utah, but I think Winningham is 14 and two in bowl games. So that could go the other way. I mean, look, Washington destroyed Boise state. I like Arizona state against Florida state. I am taking Illinois to cover against Cal, but I do like Cal to win the game. Uh, yes, I was wrong on Wazoo, but I don't think people realize like air force just went 11 and two and they were very close to going 13, 13 and now they, they're, they're two losses. They were winning in the fourth quarter. Think about that mountain West, baby. Um, what else, what else was uh pack 12? I think those are all of them, right? I forgetting the team. They should have more teams bowling too. Like Oregon state and Colorado probably should be bowling. Once again, they play the nine game conference schedule. 
And, uh, and once again, you know, you're seeing six and six, uh, Boston college and Florida state getting bowl opportunities when they really did probably didn't really deserve it. Um, and, and it, it, it just, it's situational, man. Like you see, like who is the ACC collecting wins against, you know, like Miami lost to Louisiana tech. Now Louisiana tech law won 10 games, but I'm saying it's a much better, like to me, I'd much rather play a conference USA team than a mountain West team. The mountain West is better than the ACC this year. In my opinion, <laughs> the AAC is better than the AAC or the, the ACC this year, in my opinion, football wise. So I, I, I think it's more situational. Look where coaches and players are going. Like I was all over Washington in that Boise game strictly because I thought, first off, I thought, fuck the bowl committee people for, for giving Boise Washington, you know, like they didn't, they deserve to play a better team based on their record. And then to give them the game, uh, it's Chris Peterson's last game. You know, the players, uh, I personally think they were trying to make an example out of the uh, group of five, but having Peterson play his old former offensive coordinator, who's going to know him better. And also the, you know, the players were going to get up for him being it, it's last, it's his last game, but I was all over Washington on that one. And, uh, that's a, a situational spot. Once again, I, I now I was on Mike Leach and Wazoo mainly because I think they're better in their record, but once again, Air Force that and that game went down to the wire. The score was a little bit mis mis uh, misrepresenting because also Leach went to, for on he went for it on two fourth downs inside the ten yard line, two fourth and shorts did not get those, but also it came down to a fourth down and goal, where the the Air Force running back made a hell of a play diving out and uh, getting a touchdown. So, um, yeah, I think situational and I look. The, the, so I don't think the air force wazoo game was a situational play, but I do think the USC Iowa was situational. I do think Washington Boise was situational. So take it for what it is there. That's my opinion. I'm just a fucking idiot. So, uh, let's go next. Next up on the, the, the Twitter questions comes from at I pick winners. Any NCAA basketball teams so impressively bad in your opinion that it's worth noting? Yes. Yes, I will. Um, well, the first ones that come to mind and you should pay attention as conference play starts because it, it it's only going to get worse. Probably sometimes when you don't have familiarity with the team, um, it can, it can actually work in favor of the worst team. But just from start, I'm going to say, this team has been bad, really bad for the past three years. I know there was a scandal a while ago, but in the uh, Western athletic conference, Chicago state, Chicago state is fucking terrible. Um, I mean, I think what's crazy is I actually think they're a little bit improved from last year and they're still fucking terrible. They play in a, in a conference that they're probably going to get run over. Like New Mexico state's not as good as they normally are. Remember New Mexico state should have beat Auburn last year. If their guy could make a free throw in the first round and Auburn ended up going to what the final final four final eight, something like that. Um, but in this conference, uh, look right now, right now, Chicago state sitting at four and eight or four and 10. And this team is, uh, I'm telling you, this team is, just, is a team that gets their ass kicked. Let me just, let me just go through. I bet you some of their four wins are probably against D two schools even in this conference, which seems to be a bit down this year, because Grand Canyon's not as good as they normally are. New Mexico State's not as good as they normally are. But Cal Baptist, not bad. Utah Valley, not as good as they normally are. I mean, it's anyone's conference uh, with exception to uh, Chicago State. Let's just go through some of these scores here. All right. Well, they start the season off with a win against Judson College in, uh, 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 shit, I'm assuming that's Division Two. That could be Division Three. Um, they lose to Loyola, Maryland by 13. You're thinking, wow, they're not that bad. But then at Eastern Illinois, they lose this game. <laughs> Look at this here. So what? 98 minus four, 94, 64 points. They lose this game by 64 points at Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois is not a powerhouse. Then they lose at Purdue, which this one makes sense. All right. They lose by a good 44 points at Purdue. Then they beat a school called Purdue Northwest. Got to be another division. 
And they beat North Park, I would think. another. Yeah, it's definitely... Both these are, are at least D2. Then they lose to Florida State by 57. And then against Jacksonville State, they lose by 9. And then against the one-win Alabama State team, they lose by 13. Now, they did somehow pull off a win. In it, This is their only D1 win currently against... Uh, SIU Edwardsville with an eight point win. But then after that, they follow it with Tennessee state's not very good. They lose by six to Tennessee state oral Roberts beats them by uh, what? 38 Northern Illinois beats them by 15. Indiana state beats them by 21. Uh, They got Missouri on deck tonight. I picked Missouri to Missouri to cover, but after that they really enter conference play. I'm going to fade the fuck out of them. Um, That's a no brainer to me. I made money on them last year and that's the first one that comes to mind. There's a few that we could really talk about here. Um, how about Mississippi Valley state, Mississippi Valley state. I think this was the, I mean, Jerry Rice's alma mater, uh, Ashley Ambrose's alma mater. If you remember the cornerback for the, uh, Indianapolis Colts in the nineties, um, Mississippi Valley state is, is, arguably the worst team in all of college basketball. They're currently winless. So even Chicago state who has four wins, but Mississippi Valley state did lose a game. Where's this? Give me schedule, not statistics. Um, they lost a game to Utah by 96 points or 94 points. It's almost like my game. They lost to Iowa state by what? 26, 36 points. They lost to central Michigan by 60 <laughs> I mean, this team's bad. I mean, they lost to Cal Baptist most recently, the a couple of days before Christmas, by uh, what, forty points. I mean, so f- get ready to fail. I know. Now, this is one tradition where the SWAC is uh, is so bad that uh, maybe because Alabama A and M, Alabama State, or I mean, not A and M, Alabama State's in that conference. Maybe they'll be able to contend more because I know some of these, some of the, damn, they play all these away games. Um, when you're playing this type of competition, Iowa State, Utah, Central Michigan, even Louisiana Tech, South Dakota State, those are all good teams. Miami, Ohio, not a bad team. Santa Clara, great, uh, good team. Cal Baptist leading the uh, their conference. Uh, perhaps that is why you are getting your ass kicked. So maybe within your own conference, because I'll say this, like the the Western Athletic Conference is a much better conference than the uh, the SWAC or any of these uh, any of these like real shitty conferences. Western Athletics not 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 saying the Western Athletics great, but anyway, I want to continue. I'll tell you more shitty teams in a second here. What I want to tell you guys that. The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is presented, is presented by mybookie.ag. promo code SGP for deposit bonuses up to a thousand dollars. NFL and college football playoffs are going guys. Invitational want to bet on the invitational. You should take LSU minus the points. Uh, but also there's tons of college basketball heating up NBA basketball, heating up NHL hockey, heating up. Uh, it's a great, great resource for in-game wagering deposit and withdraw using Bitcoin for a lightning fast payouts. That's mybookie.ag. Use the promo code SGP for deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. Boom. Okay. Other shitty teams that I have noted throughout this season that you want to fade when it comes to, uh, and I won't go as in depth. Holy cross is awful. Central Connecticut state is awful. Now I know anyone could find this out. You could just go in and watch, but I'll, I'll note uh, San Jose state as the mountain West uh, kicks off. I think they're just a much worse team than a lot of the teams in the mountain West, maybe short of a, uh, you know, a Wyoming or something where, you know, maybe they could play them close. I expect San, San Jose state to get their ass completely whooped by Utah state, San Diego state, uh, Nevada, New Mexico in the pit. Um, even Colorado state's playing a lot better ball this year. So, um, 
That's that's one to keep keep uh, an eye on. Uh, Maryland Eastern Shore is horrible. I've been fading them for the most part this year, but treating me pretty well. And then two with classic coaches. Detroit and Mercy. They play Gonzaga tonight. Detroit and Mercy has been horrible this year. And Mike Davis, former coach of uh, Indiana and UAB and uh, Texas Southern, he's he's struggling this year. He's really struggling this year. So uh, I'm going to fade the shit out of Detroit this year. I've watched them a few times. They're horrible. And then uh, another one that's been really a letdown, because I thought last year they were kind of improving, is Tubby Smith at high point. You want to fade Tubby Smith at high point because they have been absolutely awful. And that's another one where their conference is not that bad. So I expect them to uh, totally get their ass kicked as, as conference play heats up and they're going against now You can look and say, well, look, you can look and say, well, Ivy league, you know, Cornell is, is, is one in 10. However, Ivy league, I feel like their games are always somewhat close. So they're probably, that's one I'm going to stay away from. But, uh, or even Cal Poly, not very good. They're two and 11, but once again, that conference, a lot of close games happen. So I'm going to stay away from fading that one, but high point high point is going to have to, they're going to have to go against Radford and Winthrop and UNC Asheville's much improved. Uh, Campbell, not bad. Even Charleston Southern, not bad. Those are teams are probably going to whoop their ass. So food for thought when handicapping these small conferences in the future. Um, I guess you could say Kennesaw state is one in 12. How about the Liberty flames? By the way, Liberty just grabbing their first loss yesterday to LSU and Baton Rouge, but there were 14 and 0 coming. They're really moving up the ranks of college football and college basketball pretty fast. They're throwing that money into that program. Um, all right. What other, what other questions? Do we have here? Let's go to at Kearley pot 22. What's up, Patrick? Uh, NCAA basketball sleeper teams that are staying under the radar, but performing as you expected or surprise under the radar teams. Um, yes. Well, right now, I don't know. Like I said, some of these can be deceiving because they haven't started conference player. Haven't played that many conference games yet. Um, but from the, from the top, let me just scroll down. Like right now, George Mason plays a huge game tonight. George Mason plays TCU. George Mason's currently 11 and one in first place in the Atlantic 10, despite um, them not having played any Atlantic 10 games yet, but just based on, on sheer record. Uh, if they are to beat TCU tonight and be 12 and one, then we need to really start taking the Patriots serious. I haven't taken them as serious because I still think they're undersized. Now they have some playmakers, but they're undersized and the a 10 is, uh, is, is I think pretty up this year. And you got to figure when Mason plays teams like Dayton, St. Louis, Duquesne, Richmond and VCU are balling this year. Even Rhode Island is playing good basketball. I don't know that they can beat any of those teams. I mean, athletic from an athletic standpoint, Mason's undersized. St. Louis is, is not really Dayton's not VCU is always athletic and big. So I would think those teams would really pose problems to, to Mason, but we'll see. I mean, they're 11 and one. You can't, can't really hate on that. So huge game tonight, huge opportunity. That's one that's flying under the radar to me right now. Um, I mean, Dayton being number 20, I don't agree with that. They, they have two losses. They're both in overtime and they're both to very good teams being at Kansas and Colorado. I think Dayton is more so a top 10 team. And, and I think this will happen in the, in the tournament. I, You'll see how good this team is. The flyers. Um, let's uh, that's the a 10. Let me just go through and tell you some teams that are surprising to me, uh, in the American athletic. Okay. Here's one to watch that. I'm not going to say they're surprising, but they're young and they're growing as the season goes as Houston Cougars just had some nice wins recently, uh, over the holidays. Um, Wichita is balling. Wichita looks like the best team in the American conference, especially with Weissman gone from Memphis, but uh, keep an eye on temple. I know temple is just eight and three. I like that team. I think they could be a, a player in that, in that conference. So, um, man, why do I got these telemarketers calling me? 
Those are, those are a few to watch. Let me scroll through. I'll try to give you one for each, for each conference that the ACC, obviously Virginia has been a huge, Virginia struggled with Navy. Yes. I called for them to lose to South Carolina a week ago, but they were like this. They were beating Navy by like two points with like five minutes left. That's not good. This was in Charlottesville. No disrespect to Navy. I just watched Pitt, Pitt and Kinesis. Kinesis actually played pretty well. Oh, had had their chances to beat Pitt, but um, who would be a team uh, like? I guess maybe Florida State or NC State, maybe Wake Forest. It seems like Danny Manning's starting to get some sh- some stuff together down there in uh, Winston Salem. Um, who else are teams that are sta- Big Twelve? Um. I would say the team, I mean, Texas tech, but I mean, they went to the, the NCAA championship last year. So I'm not going to say that they're going to be a surprise team. I'd say maybe Oklahoma state would be the surprise team there. Uh, big East. I mean, you got to go with Georgetown right now, right? Or DePaul, DePaul. I was kind of on them having a surprise year. I didn't think they'd be this good though. So, I mean, they got a big game. Uh, they got a big, a big game this week. Uh, a couple of big games, I think. Um, and that that's a team that I'm very surprised with Georgetown. Also, you got all these people that left Georgetown, but yet they're they're I think they're undefeated since all these players left. So that's a team that is really, uh, exceeding my expectations. Um, on the letdown side, Seton Hall and Providence Seton Hall, I know it's beat up and I expect them to, to come back and make the tournament and everything. Providence, they got their work cut out for them. Um, other notable, I mean, the big 10, you know, who's playing better ball lately. You saw Wisconsin beat Tennessee. Wisconsin playing better ball than, than I expected thus far. Illinois as well. Those two would probably be the ones that stand out. Penn state. Oh, how about Penn state 11 and two? It's going to be interesting to see how they play out. Um, in the big West conference, if you follow the big West, like I do, um, you got UC Santa Barbara, Hawaii, and probably UC Irvine, but UC Riverside, not bad. They won at Nebraska earlier this year. UC Irvine though. We saw them last year. They made the tournament, um, beat Kansas state, gave Oregon a heck of a scare. They're going to be good again. I know they're only eight and seven right now, but they've lost to some good teams. They lost to, I think UTEP who's actually playing much better ball this year. Um, I expect them to be in the thick of it as the season, as the conference play heats up, even Cal state Fullerton was just four and 10, just one at UCLA the other day. Um, how about let's talk CAA because I got a team that I picked that I like to brag about. And that's the Delaware blue hens, the Delaware blue hens. I called them to win the CAA. I think no other publication that I saw. I checked like five publications had them in the top four. Um, and I was all over this man. I they're right. They're currently 11 and three. Got a big game tonight. I locked them up and uh, look, they got Nate Darling, a UAB transfer. This, this guy from Canada averaging 21 points a game. They got Ryan Allen at guard averaging 14. They got four guys averaging over a double digits. Basically a fifth guy, Dylan painter at, at 9.7 points per game, the blue hens. And let me tell you something. If they can now, now I know uh, we're a long way away. Things can happen. This conference CAA historically has done been pretty good in the, in the conference tournaments or in, I'm sorry, in the NCAA tournament, but Hofstra is not bad. Charleston's not bad. Northeastern's not bad. Those, those are kind of the ones, even JMU is kind of up from where they normally are and same with William and Mary. So I expect this to go down to the stretch, especially like those top tier teams. But I think Delaware's the best team there. And I think Delaware's a team that could really, really give some, some, uh, some big schools, a problem in the NCAA tournament. So keep an eye out for the blue hens. Um, conference USA. I mean, what Louisiana techs, but uh, I'd still say Western Kentucky is going to win this thing. Now, I know they're seven and five. I think as uh, the season progresses, you'll see Western Kentucky is a much better team. They've had a harder schedule than some of these, some of these teams like uh, Louisiana tech. Keep an eye out on, uh, keep an eye out on Florida Atlantic. Like, like the way they played. I caught the, caught a couple games of them this year. And also UTEP's playing uh, much improved, even though despite their, their problems on that tournament in Hawaii. Um, Horizon League, Wright State and Northern Kentucky seem to be the, the two top teams that are going to do battle all year. Uh, Ivy League, 
I mean, it's going to come down to Harvard, Yale, maybe Penn. I feel like that's that's standard. Harvard plays uh, San Francisco tonight. It should be a good game. Harvard beat Cal last night, but Cal's, Cal's in rebuilding process. So uh, we, I was on that one. Um, the Mac. The Mac is playing some ball this year. Got Kent State, Akron, Bowling Green. All playing solid ball. Don't sleep on Eastern Michigan and Toledo. Even Central Michigan, although they got their ass kicked at Purdue the other day. Uh, playing much better ball. Play, I feel like they're a little bit up for a conference. Um, Missouri Valley. Let's talk about Northern Iowa. 11-1. You know I love the Missouri Valley guys. It's one of my favorite uh, conferences to cover in college basketball. Northern Iowa won at Colorado a couple weeks ago. This team is really good. At, yesterday, I watched the Toledo-Bradley game. Bradley looks like they're still going to be on the thick of it to, 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 to challenge uh, Northern Iowa later in the year. Don't sleep on Drake. Uh, Evansville just had McCartney dis- or, uh, suspended or kicked. I think, I don't, I'm not sure what's happening there, but uh, you know, this conference is still good. Even their uh, Illinois state is their worst rated team in the conference currently at five and seven. And I think they're actually a decent team. So I love watching me some Missouri Valley basketball and can't wait to watch Loyola. Don't sleep on Loyola. They're getting better as the season goes along. And uh, same with Missouri state. I feel like six and seven, but I think better than their record indicates mountain West wise, San Diego state, the only other undefeated team in the country, uh, Auburn and San Diego state. Wow. But then after that, you got New Mexico and Utah state. Those are the top three teams in the mountain West currently. I expect that to kind of go like that the rest of the way. I'd see Utah state probably hopping New Mexico. San Diego state plays at Utah state in about, I think a week this Saturday. That should be a a big one. Watch me lock Utah state to pull the upset. That place is going to be lit. And uh, in the pac 12, how about, you know, who has been a real surprise team is Stanford, even though, yeah, they got their ass kicked by Kansas yesterday. But Colorado and Stanford are playing ball. Oregon State, not bad. This conference is up. Don't sleep on Utah. The Utes. The really only shitty teams are Cal and UCLA and and Washington State right now. The rest are all playing solid basketball. So I hope that answers some of your questions there, Patrick. Um, Next up is uh, at uh, the real lowercase h. Possibly give a rundown of your college football lock or college basketball locks for the day and and what you like or don't like about the matchup. Sure, and I'm gonna try to get this out to you as fast as possible before these games start. But I, I'm locking up Hofstra plus one at Towson mainly because I like. Well, first off, Hofstra is has been a team that's treated me good all year, and Towson is a team I'm fading. Now, they got some talented players at Towson, but I, they haven't really put it together much. I think Hofstra is the better team, the more talented team. I know it's on the road at Towson, but that's not like a hostile environment or anything. I like Hofstra uh, getting the point. I think Hofstra, I mean, straight up, even though I'm sure there's not much value there, but I just think they're going to win that game. The wrong team is favored. So I'm on Hofstra there. Um, Who else did I lock up? I lock up Delaware. My Delaware blue hands minus two and a half at home against Charleston. Charleston is one of the better teams in the, uh, in, in the CAA, but like I said, I think Delaware is the best team in the CAA. And especially if this game was in Charleston, then maybe I would be on be, be I'd probably still take Delaware, but I wouldn't lock it. But the fact that you got to come up to uh, Delaware and, and, and try to win this game, Delaware is just a better team. I like Delaware to get that done. And two and a half points. Isn't enough. Let me uh, give that away. Um, And then I'm on, I locked up Northern Kentucky, Northern Kentucky. One of the, uh, Elite teams in the, uh, it's, like I said, them are right state in the uh, horizon. Green Bay, I, I caught I caught Green Bay twice this year already, and they, they've been very unimpressive to me. So I like Northern Kentucky to just handle Green Bay. That's my logic there, is Green Bay doesn't have many athletes. Northern Kentucky, I know their, co- well, their coach left to Cincinnati, but they've been playing pretty good ball, and I expect them to, to be in the thick of things and perhaps in the NCAA tournament come March. I think they'll handle Green Bay at home. So, um, and last, I think for myself is uh Seton hall beat up. They're really beat up. Now this team is good. They got scores at all options, but they're at DePaul. DePaul has been my type of team this year, man. I really like what, what they're doing. 
They got uh, what Quentin Richardson's son, I believe it is. This team, though, DePaul couldn't catch Seton Hall at a better time, in my opinion. Couldn't catch them. They're all beat up. This is their chance to uh, to really uh, to to make a statement, uh, opening up Big East Conference play, and the fact that it's in Chicago. I like De- DePaul in their chances. So give me DePaul plus a point and a half at home. Um, some other ones. I, I didn't lock these, but I, I do. I did like uh, Mason catching nine and a half at TCU. TCU is not the type of team to really blow out anybody. So I like uh, George Mason getting those points. Um, I didn't lock it, but uh, interesting game with uh, Davidson at Vanderbilt. I think Davidson's the better team and only minus one. I know they're on the road, but I think Davidson, they've struggled a little bit, but I recently they kind of, I feel like been playing better basketball. So that would be another one that I would, I considered. And uh, what else? I think those are kind of, I think I would go St. Bonaventure my, uh, plus two, two and a half at Buffalo. The Bonnie struggled out the gate, but they've been a lot better lately. This is a rivalry game. So, so I stayed away. Both of these schools are located within like the Buffalo area, I believe. So I like St. Bonaventure getting two and a half at Buffalo. Buffalo lost a lot of talent from a year ago. So I think that's, that's my logic there. And, uh, and then if I guess if I had to lock up one other one, which I, I, like I said, I've already read you my locks, but I would probably take Dartmouth minus a point and a half at New Hampshire. I think Dartmouth is kind of uh, having a pretty good year considering Dartmouth. And uh, I just think the Ivy's much, much better than, uh, than people give them credit for and going at New Hampshire, New Hampshire's traditionally been pretty shitty this year. They're actually playing better ball than of late, but I would take Dartmouth if I, if I had to there, if you're forcing me to pick more games. So, um, there we go. Um, next up, do we have any other questions? All right. I got one from Jay rage green. Actually, hold on before I get to this. I want to tell you that the college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by ACE per head. Ever thought of starting your own sports book guys, girls, everybody major mud, but maybe you don't know how, well, guess what? ACE per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with all inclusive information or I'm sorry, all inclusive per uh, professional betting. Jesus. Can I fucking read? They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines up to date to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 at some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Yes, yes, yes. What a world we live in. Um, Where the hell was I at? Where the hell was I at? I'm watching right now. Uh, Western Kentucky is at the three yard line of, I mean, I'm sorry. Western Michigan is on the three yard line of Western Kentucky. Come on. Come on. Hilltoppers. Get this. That, that, there we go. Going to force them to kick a field goal. I can still cover this game with a touchdown. I know you could give a fuck, but I'll give you the play by play of the fucking chimichanga bowl or whatever the fuck this is. Um, Interesting, interesting uh, Twitter question here is from, I don't even know if this is a question. It's more of a statement at J rage green says I've been following college football closely for five years now. And it seems fair to assume it's like a major re- reoccurring script. Miami is always overrated preseason. Correct. Fade Texas and Michigan. I would add Miami is always, always overrated preseason as well as Tennessee uh, fade Texas and Michigan sounds somewhat accurate there. May as well bet on OU to win the Big 12 every year. Auburn is as good as Auburn is good, but they're but will always suck ass at quarterback. Um, I think Bo Nix is gonna be good. But I see your point. They've had Nick Marshall and some other shitty quarterbacks, but I mean, it wasn't that long ago they had Cam Newton. I mean, Stidham wasn't that bad. So I don't know that I fully agree with the Auburn thing. I thought Stidham would be better at Auburn, but I think some of that's Malzahn. I think, I think in hindsight, Stidham probably should have transferred to a different school. But I, I think Bo Nix is going to be the answer. I, I'm not going to say this next year. I'm going to say junior year. He was a true freshman this year. I think he'll show some signs next year. 
but that conference, that side of the conference is too tough. So they'll probably lose to LSU and Bama, especially because it's at Bama, but look for him in his third year to, to really, uh, step up his game, become elite. I like, I, I was a fan of Patrick Nix, man. I like, I like the Nix family. Um, what the hell am I talking about here? Oh man, dude, you guys, we got some big college basketball games going on this weekend. Look this weekend, get the NFL playoffs and then hold on, I'll, I'm just going to ride you out. You know what games are happening today, tomorrow on Tuesday, ACC play little Georgia tech, Florida state, little Miami Clemson, but watch out. You got Georgetown Providence, huge chance for Providence to make a statement and get back on there. I think they're seven and six right now. Get some of their shit together. You get a nice win here. Move forward. Butler, St. John's, St. John's, Mike Anderson. Got St. John's playing at a much better level than I thought they would be at. Another one to watch for me, Missouri Valley, Northern Iowa at Illinois state. Northern Iowa is 11 and one. Illinois state's in the basement of the Missouri Valley right now, but I think Illinois state's better than their record. Another one temple at central Florida, UCF, Johnny Dawkins. Once again, better than uh, I think a lot of people projected thus far. And then on, uh, on Wednesday, if you, uh, you got UConn at Cincinnati, that should be fun. Marquette at Creighton should be fun. Don't sleep on Wofford at East Tennessee state. That's a good, that's a low key. Good game. One that I'm going to, I'm going to be watching. I can tell you that you better start thinking about yours guys. You better start thinking about yours. Um, man, I can't wait to get healthy. I'll say this. If anyone's in the Santa Monica area on uh, January 7th, I will be at circle bar doing a show 8 PM. Hit me up. If you want to roll, get you on the guest list. <laughs> if there is a guest list, um, Thursday, Thursday, college basketball action. What kind of marquee matchups? But I'm telling you sat like Saturday is an unbelievably great schedule for college basketball. But th- let me write, read through Thursdays. You got Minnesota Purdue squaring off Thursday. Should be a good one. St. Louis Duquesne, big one in the A-10. Illinois at Michigan State. I'm so curious to watch that game. See, Illinois has been trending the right direction. Michigan State, uh, obviously it's Michigan State. It's Tom Izzo coach team. They should be relevant, uh, you know, as a, one of the elites come tournament time. Oregon State at Utah. And this is the big one here. Oregon at Colorado. Huge game Thursday night. You know, Oregon has never won in Boulder during, uh, since Colorado's joined the big or the PAC 12. So huge game there. And Oregon, you know, as a top 10 team, Colorado beat Dayton. Colorado is a team that is very capable. They got a guy named McKinley, Wright. They got, they have a gr- really, really experienced team. They, their whole entire starting five from a season ago returned. And a season ago, they were pretty decent. They were on the bubble. I don't think they got in, but they were right on the bubble. So this year, that's why they're so good. Um, St. Mary's at San Francisco, a little backyard brawl. And then we'll see if UCLA can do anything against Washington. I don't think they will, but that's Thursday's action. There's some other games there, but those are the ones I'll highlight on. Uh, Friday, Wisconsin and Ohio State. That should be good. Wisconsin's playing much better ball. Just beat uh, Tennessee, like I said. UCF at Houston. Good game. Good game in the MAC with uh, Kent State at Bowling Green. Georgetown at Seton Hall and Temple at Tulsa. Decent Friday. But then let's let's just get to it. This Saturday is like it's fucking genius. It's just genius. You got bowl games, although they may be shitty. But then you also get um, just elite college basketball. Elite. This is the best Saturday so far in college basketball. Creighton at Butler. NC State at Clemson, Indiana at Maryland, Wake at Pitt, LSU at Tennessee, Oklahoma State at Texas Tech, money game there, West Virginia at Kansas, Georgia at Memphis. Can Georgia come in there and pull the upset? Kansas State at Oklahoma, Akron at Eastern Michigan, nice little matchup of two winning teams in the MAC. UC Irvine at Harvard, Missouri at Kentucky, Iowa, Penn State, Providence, DePaul. Florida State, Louisville, big time ACC matchup. Villanova, Marquette, big time Big East matchup. Virginia Tech, Virginia, the rivalry continues. Um, guys, Ole Miss, Wichita State, Notre Dame, Syracuse. This is one of those days you just need to sit in the fucking house and watch and gamble. 
Auburn at Mississippi state. Can Auburn remain undefeated going to Starkville? I think they could. That's a trap game. That's a fucking trap game. Oregon then follows the Colorado game with a game Saturday at Utah. Larry Kristoviak's got them playing ball. Alabama at Florida Duke at Miami. Can Larry Nega pull off a little upset Georgia tech at North Carolina. That's an interesting game because North Carolina can't keep affording to lose these games. That's one GT. If, if GT could steal that, you got to wonder uh, where North Carolina is going to be in a, in a month record wise, Iowa state at TCU, Texas A&M, Arkansas, a little rivalry again there. UNC Greensboro, Wofford. Good. I mean, Texas Baylor, Arizona state, Arizona, San Diego state at Utah state guys, just sit inside the fucking house and watch college basketball come Saturday. What the fuck am I doing? Look, I hope to be hundred percent healthy. Me and Patty C will run through these games uh, as it gets closer and, and talk more college football and college basketball. This is the college experience guys. I want to tell you though, before we leave and I say we as in me and major mud, then I want to tell you that the, uh, the good old college experience is brought to you by prop swap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. All season long, PropSwap customers have been finding some of the best odds in, in the world because you're buying the bet from another person and not betting against the house. You can always find great deals. This past week, an LSU uh, football championship ticket with a collect amount of $12,400 was purchased on PropSwap for $6,400. Those were odds of plus 170 for the buyer, better than any sports book in the world. Sign up for propswap.com today and they will give you a free or they will give you a 100% match on your first deposit. Just enter the promo code SGP, that's SGP at the time of deposit and PropSwap will match it up to $100. Go to propswap.com today. Uh, void where prohibited. There you go. There you fucking go. Hit prop swap up. You know, hope you guys best wishes on a new year. I don't know what I'm going to do. What are you guys doing for new year's? You're going to get fucked up. See, I, I'll be honest. New year's is one of those days where I actually, I kind of uh, low key just stay at the house, get, have a few drinks. I'm kind of seeing this girl right now. So probably uh hang out, have some relations, but I don't like to go out really much with the uh, too many amateurs out. I used to, I used to be one of those amateurs, but now I like to sit back, get drunk, maybe have some sexual relations, hang out with my Colombian, keep developing my plans on owning a, uh, a cocaine and coffee farm and uh, 30 uh, alpacas down in uh, Colombia. So I don't know. What, what is your guys thing? If you, if you feel like uh, tweeting me uh, at the Colby D, let me know what your new year's plans are or what your traditional new year's plans are. I'll talk about them on the next episode, but yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm one of these guys. Like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't uh, go all out for new year's just to type to stay at home, watch weekend at Bernie's or something, have a glass of wine or two with the girl and have some sexual relations. Um, what the fuck else do we, how about the NFL? NFL playoffs starting kind of love how the Patriots uh, lost to the dolphins and Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's my guy pulling off the dub. Now the Patriots got to play the Titans. I think that's a dangerous game for the Patriots would not be surprised if the Titans won that game. Um, what other NFL loves love it when the Cowboys aren't in the playoffs. Although the, how about these refs? I was watching that Seahawks uh, 49ers game. I was pa- clearly pass interference. The play before the final play of the game. I mean, sure, the Seahawks shot themselves in the foot by getting a uh, delay of game, but I I love how they put this challenge pass interference rule in there to for and, and they've kind of stayed away from that many challenges of it. But um, they I think they were only doing it in big situations. Well, what well, well, guess what? That was a gigantic situation the other night, and for them to just sit there quietly, they should have at least reviewed it. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it, but um, eager to see the wild card. It's all, you know, as much as I talk shit about the NFL, I still watch, still enjoy. It. I think I talk more shit about the NBA because the NBA does suck. All right. But um, what are we thinking here? I think you think the Titans can do it. I think I might take the Titans. What's the other matchup? We got the Seahawks in Philly. I think I might take the Seahawks. I got to see what the line is. And then, uh, what is the, uh, what is the other, 
What's our other game here? What the fuck is our other game here? Minnesota and somebody, right? Minnesota and where, where the fuck is my NFL schedule? I know this, but I don't know it. Minnesota, New Orleans. Yeah, I'll take New Orleans, but I think I'll take Minnesota in those eight points though. I'll take minute. Okay. I got the lines here. Give me the Seahawks minus one and a half. Give me the Vikings plus eight. Give me the Titans plus four and a half. Sprinkle someone the money line in that game. And I'll take the Texans minus three. Although I love the bills. I would love to see the bills win that game. Anyway, guys, uh, you know, it's a new year. We would love some new iTunes reviews. Uh, if you can go to uh, the sports getting podcast network on iTunes, we are the college experience. If you could get, leave us a nice iTunes review, we'd, we'd appreciate it. I'd appreciate it. Start the new year off. Right. And uh, yeah, you could follow the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at the SGP network. You can follow me on Twitter at the Colby D you can follow uh, Patty C on Twitter at Patty C a three one NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. We release college football and college basketball pick or well, college basketball picks daily. If you're a first time listener every day over the sports gambling podcast.com or on my Twitter, we have our locks included every day. So jump into the thick of it. We also cover every college football game, FCS playoffs, the national championship. I'm sure we'll talk about that on Wednesday with Patty C JMU, North Dakota state JMU is a two point favorite. I'm going to take North Dakota state. We'll see what Patty C says on Wednesday or Thursday. Whenever we record, it'll be before the game though. But uh, yeah, Happy New Year's, guys. Best wishes. Uh, stay safe and uh, much love to everyone who's ever listened to this show. I appreciate it more than you know. Have a wonderful New Year's. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. Yeah.